and welcome to another episode of Life After Life with me, Sandy Byrne. And just very quickly again before I get into this episode, can I just remind you to check out my Patreon channel, which is Life After Life with Sandy Byrne. And for just two euros a month, you can subscribe there and get access to um, all episodes in video format, to our private Discord channel, and also to our monthly demonstrations of mediumship. So we meet on the last Sunday of every month where I give readings. And that's all just for two euros or $2.50 per month. And so subscribe before the price increases, guys. I'm keeping it very low for you. So in this episode, I want to talk about earthbound spirits and I want to share with you a video that I made for my subscribers almost a year ago about this subject. Okay. And it's something that has been coming up a lot for me. So I've decided to share this topic with everybody um, in order. I'm hoping to, um, you know, allay your fears about, you know, the fact that maybe somebody hasn't crossed over, that they've gone before their time, that you're disturbing them by having a reading, because all of this, of course, is not true. Okay, so have a listen and let me know what you think. Three, two, one. Um, in this video, I want to talk to you about the idea of earthbound spirits. Okay, because we hear a lot about spirits being stuck between two worlds, afraid to go into the light, um, all that kind of stuff, you know, that they they haven't accepted that they're dead or whatever. And, you know, I hear a lot of it and I've heard a lot of it over the years. So I really wanted to kind of, you know, touch on this subject to put people's fears um, to rest, you know, that their loved ones aren't stuck somewhere. Okay, um, now. As with all of my podcasts, my videos and everything, you know, what I'm expressing is based on my experiences of, you know, connecting with spirit for all these years. Okay. And um, this idea never, ever came uh, into my mind. Okay. And as I say, I've been connecting with spirits, you know, since before I can remember, okay, I always just remember seeing spirit around and being aware of their presence. But once years ago, I did a workshop and one of the ladies on a workshop gave um, a demonstration. Uh, we all had to, we all had to stand up in front of the group and demonstrate mediumship, you know, show what we could get, see could we do it and all this kind of stuff. So one of the women got up and she was talking and she brought through a spirit for somebody else in the group. And she said to them that their loved one was stuck, you know, between the spirit world and the earth world. Okay. Um, because they didn't want to leave. And okay, none of us want to leave. Okay. We're all going to feel that moment of, you know, fear or terror at that moment uh, where we're leaving our body. So I'm not saying that she was wrong because I'm sure, you know, the loved one didn't want to leave them here behind. Okay. But, you know, it is possible for any medium to misinterpret what spirit are saying to us, because I have no doubt at all in my mind that that spirit, you know, that person's loved one did not want to leave 
uh, the earth world, but it doesn't mean that they're stuck between the earth world and the spirit world. There is no such place. Okay, the spirit world is open and accessible to anybody at any time. Okay, so someone saying to, to a medium that they didn't want to leave or that they don't want to leave or it wasn't what they wanted or they'd rather be here on earth. That's all, you know, that's all logical stuff. Of course, your loved one isn't going to want to leave you. You know, they may be having a great life here. It may have been a tragic passing and it wasn't what they wanted, but it doesn't mean that they're stuck anywhere. Okay, so it is possible, obviously, to misrepresent something. Sometimes I misinterpret things. <laughs> of course, I'm not perfect. It's like, even I, okay, I don't mean it like that. But I'm saying it's possible for any medium to misinterpret things, okay? You know, we get things and we should pass them on, you know, just as we get them. But sometimes our logical brain kicks in and thinks, oh, well, you know, they don't want to be over there, so they're not gonna cross over, you know, they're gonna want to stay here with us. It doesn't mean that they're stuck anywhere, okay? So it's very, very important um, that you uh, understand that, okay? So, um. The other thing, of course, is that it can take a while for someone who's crossed over to spirit to learn to communicate with us. OK, because um, and, you know, if you had a reading with me before, I probably would have gone through this with you. But, you know, when someone is taken from this earth and they cross to the spirit world, you know, they have to learn to communicate. I describe it like, you know, one of those kids machines that you get and there's like a claw where you can get a teddy bear. Um, so it's like if you imagine a big claw came out of the sky and picked you up and dropped you into the middle of Siberia where nobody spoke English. OK, it would take you a while to communicate with um, those people around you. OK, you would you would learn how to do it and you use everything that's available to you, your eye contact, your facial expression, your hand gestures, you know. So it's the same for someone who's crossed over to spirit. They no longer have a voice or a language. OK, that's used. They have to learn to communicate through their thoughts, you know, with their feelings, all this kind of stuff. So it is like learning a whole new language. But just because they're not communicating immediately doesn't mean that they're stuck anywhere or that they're unhappy, okay? It just means that they're taking time to settle in and we have to allow them that, okay? So um, some of the misconceptions around this whole idea of earthbound spirits, and I'll keep using it with inverted commas because I really don't believe um, in this earthbound stuck kind of idea, okay? So People say that maybe when someone dies suddenly or unexpectedly, okay, maybe it's a murder or a suicide or an accident or something. So someone's healthy as anything, they're living their normal life and next thing they're gone, okay? Some people say that, you know, because of that, that they, they don't cross over, they don't accept it, okay? And, and which leads me on to the second misconception, confusion. OK, people talk about spirits arriving in the spirit world and being confused, you know, because maybe they've been sick for a while, you know, in bed 
and you know they haven't they don't realize that they've crossed over and all of this um you know we have a saying here in ireland or uh, maybe it's used in other countries too i don't know but we say you'll wake up dead okay and you know that's the truth of the fact because some people who are ill they drift in and out of sleep or whatever and one time they'll wake up and they'll actually be crossed over okay so uh we a lot of people i say we i include myself in that we talk about maybe confusion after they've passed um, and therefore they don't know that they're dead okay believe me people know that they're dead um other people talk about um spirit being scared okay so they they pass they cross over to the spirit world but are they scared you know are they afraid to cross over are they afraid of meeting somebody maybe that they fell out with you know um does the spirit world scare them okay and then the other one that people talk about a lot is someone have an unfinished business here okay um maybe they feel that they need to stay here for their children maybe they didn't write a will maybe um maybe you know maybe they were murdered and they want to help um you know um find justice for their loved ones okay because believe me the justice won't make any difference to the spirit in the spirit world but it would make difference it would make a difference to the loved ones left behind okay but people always talk about this unfinished business and there is a movie from years ago i can't remember the name of it um where there's a bus load of spirits this bus has crashed at the moment of this child's birth and the spirits are attached to this young man in the movie to um you know he's supposed to help them to uh, finish up any unfinished business it's actually quite good i think it's robert downey jr in it um i can't remember the name i'll find out and i'll put it in the notes below okay so and you know i talk an awful lot about movies because we do learn a lot from some of the movies that ha have been made on the topic of you know dying and and crossing over and the spirit world and stuff especially the movie ghost with patrick swayze okay so in that movie um they talk about him needing to solve his murder you know and break up this money laundering uh scheme that's going on okay um so you know there's this idea that he can't cross over until this is done okay well of course he can because he can move back and forth between the two worlds so um but it did give people the idea that if somebody has unfinished business that they they're earthbound or stuck here okay and that's not necessarily the case okay um another thing i suppose is that you know with communicating with spirits over the years i have you know had a lot of people ask you know will communicating with my loved ones will it stop them moving forward am i am i holding them back by communicating with them okay and you're not okay you definitely won't hold anybody back by communicating with them because as much as you want to know um that they're okay and that they still see what's going on like just as strongly they need to let you know that they are okay that they're reunited with loved ones in spirit that they do still see what's going on that they're not sick anymore that they've accepted their fate you know they need to tell you all this stuff just as much okay so with all those kind of scenarios i've never ever ever okay found any one of them to be true okay and we're talking about the best part of half a century of connecting with spirits and don't forget i have um, generations before me that connected with spirit also and none of my family have ever talked about anybody being stuck um on earth okay it's simply not true 
Um, and, you know, we can talk about this um, in particular with regards to hauntings. Okay, because we talk, um, you know, there's a lot of paranormal investigations and an awful lot of programs um, on television these days about, you know, paranormal investigations, investigating haunted properties, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we're always told that ghosts want to keep people out of the building. Okay, um, we're told that um, murderers that have crossed over to spirit, that they still want to murder people and they want to take out their revenge and have them being caught, you know, um, and you know that they want to come back and murder more people so yes you know this makes for good ratings for good viewings and i will do a separate uh, video on hauntings and the paranormal and stuff but you know none of that is true either okay um everybody's welcomed home to spirit we come from the spirit world okay we've come here we've chosen to come here we've made that decision with our spirit guides with our soul group okay and we come here to fulfill whatever we need to fulfill but the minute you know the second that we cross back to the spirit world we're welcomed with open arms we're guided we're brought there we're loved okay and there's no fear there's none of this fear that if i cross over i won't be able to come back we seem to have this intuition around it, okay? So, um, you cross over, okay, as an energy, okay? And it's not like a journey, okay? We don't need to get in a car and drive to a train station and get a train to a plane and then get on a plane and fly somewhere. It's not, um, you know, the stereotypical journey that we think of here on Earth, okay? It's, it's a movement of energy, okay? And, you know, you're ubiquitous when you get there. You can be everywhere and nowhere at the same time, okay? So, you know, it's like this constant energy that's around, okay? Um, to move when you're in energy, to move when you're in the spirit world, it just requires a thought, okay? So even someone who crosses over, straight away goes to be with their loved ones, they can still come back and see us okay they, they can still think themselves here okay so it's not a, a matter of you know having to get a train timetable and you know book a ticket and all this okay so it, it's not that um cumbersome journey i guess that um you you would have normally uh here on earth anyway so um okay so i suppose if we look at it this way Okay, and I've spoken about this in past episodes. I was talk I spoke about it in the podcast episode where I spoke about um why spirit watch over us, you know, uh, from the spirit world. And um I spoke in that episode about, you know, when we're here on earth that we look through uh we look at life and we look at other people through a filter or through a lens, okay? Um and this also um, is how we look at the afterlife um you know everything we're looking at here on earth okay um we're looking at it through a lens okay and it's a lens of our experience okay and things that we know are things that we've been told and this filters or colors everything that happens to us okay so um like like when we talk about, you know, one of the examples I gave before was talking about um, spirit feeling afraid, you know, feeling fear when they get to the spirit world. 
okay? Um, but that's our lens. I mean, fear, confusion, you know, all of that kind of stuff, that's something that we experience as human beings. There is no fear. There is no limitations in the spirit world, okay? So they don't feel this fear. The only thing that they feel is love, okay? And you will hear it time and time again every time you read about a near-death experience. You know, um, you will see people talking about feeling this overwhelming love. So not fear, not confusion, you know, but love, okay? And you're returning back to be part to, of your soul group again, to be reunited with your soul group again. So there's excitement too, but it's all a love, okay? So um, when we talk about people having unfinished business here on earth, okay? Again, that's not true because, you know, um, we don't have unfinished business. Our spirit isn't attached to our earthly things, okay? Our spirit's attached to our soul group, okay? So our unfinished business is to return to our soul group, okay? Um, and it's only natural that they would want to watch over other members of the soul group who are still living their earthly experience, okay? And again, I refer back to the episode of the podcast where I spoke about uh, why spirit watch over us um, and why our loved ones watch over us from the spirit world, okay? So, um, you know, we're attached to our soul group. We want to be with them. Nobody wants to get revenge for anything. We don't worry about money. Um, and, you know, we don't worry about money and property. And I know it's questions that are asked a lot when people come for readings, okay? But don't forget, like when you're talking about, for example, a building, a house, it's bricks and mortar, okay? Spirit, when we return to, to the spirit world, and I don't care, somebody will, will message me and say to me, oh, my mother, you know, before she left, she was very particular about, you know, um, what she wanted done with the house and all this kind of stuff. That's because she was still here, because she still saw life through that lens of needing belongings, of needing a home, of all this kind of stuff, okay? When she returns to the spirit world, what she wants is for us to be happy, okay? And any loved one that goes back to the spirit world, they want us to be happy. So they, you know, in a reading, they may give an opinion on what they want to happen, but it will always be to stop the fighting, to bring the family closer together, to make sure that everybody's cared for, okay? They don't want to watch this fighting from the spirit world. And, you know, any property, house, money or whatever, it's just seen as something that's causing friction within the family. That will bother them, but not necessarily what happens to the money, the house, the property, whatever it is, okay? These are human concerns. They're not spiritual concerns. Spiritual concerns are solely with our souls, our feelings, our emotions, okay? They just want us to be happy. Okay, they don't care about the house anymore. You know, spirits don't even necessarily worry about where they're buried or whether they're cremated or not. Because again, once they've left the body, they have no more use for it. They just want you to feel like you're comfortable. Okay, um, they will express a preference before they, they, they pass. And I know with my own loved ones, we've always adhered to those because we want, that's our way of showing them that we love them and we respect them still 
by carrying out their wishes. So there's nothing wrong with carrying out their wishes. I'm not saying that. Okay, but what I'm saying is they won't have the same tie to physical decisions. Okay. So what happens when they return to the spirit world? Okay, we, um, I spoke earlier, uh, I mentioned earlier about one of the concerns being about them being afraid. They don't know whether they should cross over or into the light as we hear with a lot of people that have had near-death experiences. Okay, so when we return to the spirit world, again, I want to mention this feeling of overwhelming love that we hear from everybody who's had a near-death experience, okay? Um, so you're welcomed back to the spirit world. You're not just left to stand there wondering, oh, am I dead? Is this it? You know, you're welcomed, you're greeted by your loved ones and your spirit guides and your soul group, okay? Generally, in my experience, the majority of the time, what you find is that one person in particular steps forward to greet you so that you don't go into shock immediately, okay? So generally, it's someone that you recognize, um, a loved one, whether it's um, a husband or wife, a spouse that's passed, um, whether it's a parent or a sibling or a child, but you're always welcomed by one person initially and then welcomed back into the group, okay? Because they're always very careful because it is possible still to send us into shock after we cross over to the spirit world. So you're greeted gently, okay? And then welcomed back into the fold, if you like, okay? So you're guided towards your soul group. There's no opportunity to get lost in the spirit world. Okay, the other thing that people who've had near-death experiences talk about, and even indeed people that have come back from the spirit world to talk to us, they talk about, you know, feeling where they should be. You know, if you've ever read about a near-death experience, people feel like they're drawn to the light. You know, that they're drawn towards a group of people or whatever. So your own intuition, your inner guidance, that will guide you a long way as well, okay? So it's going to, you're going to be drawn towards the people that you need to be with. So you won't be wandering aimlessly looking around for the people that, you know, you need to be with. You will be drawn automatically towards them, but they'll be greeting you anyway. But, you know, people worry about whether or not they're going to recognize their loved ones because they don't have the, um, the same physical body that they had here on earth. And how will I recognize them? Your soul will recognize them. Your soul will be drawn towards them. Okay. So again, there's no opportunity to get lost or to be stuck because you will be drawn to cross over. Now, when I, when anybody talks about it, we talk about the spirit world as if it's this, you know, imaginary place or, you know, different levels of the spirit world. And, you know, a lot of it, I suppose, comes maybe from religious backgrounds because we talk about heaven being up in, in the clouds. And it's not necessarily, we can talk about different levels of the spirit world and we talk about them being above us and below us. And that's because it's an easier way to describe it. It's very relatable when we talk about it like that, okay? But in reality, all these levels of the spirit world run parallel to our physical or earthly world, okay? So people that are, you know, going around doing things in um, the spirit world, they're around us, okay? They're there a lot of the time and, you know, they're doing their own thing. But like, it's not as if there's this place up in the sky where they live, okay? 
it's just it's a parallel to us so when we say we're doing something and we feel our loved ones around us of course we do you know because we're still their soul group we're still going to be part of everything that they do in the afterlife okay so never worry about um you know them being up there and not knowing what's going on down here of course they'll know okay so um if i can share a little story some of you may have heard it before but um this is how i described it to my my kids when they were younger um and we lost you know some loved ones so if you see okay so you know the weather's getting better um i'm recording this video in may of 22 whenever you're watching it um the weather's getting better i'm even looking out the window here and i can see birds flying around so someday when you're sitting out in the garden just look up at a bird flying in the sky we all know what they look like okay but you know when we look at the bird flying in the sky we just see their body you know they're just like a little blob when they're so high up because we don't see their wings you know unless they're gliding but generally when they're flying their wings are flapping they're moving really really quickly to keep them up in the air okay and I say to my when I said when they were younger to my kids think of spirit like a bird's wings they're moving really quickly so you don't see them but you know they're there because you know they're supporting you they're su the wings are supporting the bird your loved ones are supporting you okay so spirit are like the bird's wings they're around us we know they're there they just move at a much quicker vibration than we do therefore we can't see them okay so spirit live parallel to us but because they vibrate um, on a different frequency in a much higher frequency than we do we don't see it with the naked eye okay and even for mediums when we do see spirit they really have to slow themselves down and that's why it takes an awful lot of energy for them to come through because they naturally vibrate at a much higher frequency so if they are going to slow themselves down enough for us to perceive them in our presence to see them around us that takes an awful lot of energy by them okay so um they're around us they live parallel to us okay now let's talk about this idea that spirits don't know they're dead okay how could that be possible how could they not know there might be a moment where you know they they take a moment for the realization to hit okay especially as you know as i was talking earlier about the waking up dead the idea of waking up dead okay so when they wake up it might take the minute to realize okay well i don't feel the same way i felt before i don't feel sick anymore i feel like i want to jump up and dance or i you know i wake up and i can see my my dad who died 40 years ago you know so um there, it takes a moment for realization but it takes any of us that when we wake up in the morning anyway to realize you know the first thought <laughs> uh, the first thought for me every morning anyway is what day is it do i have work today <laughs> okay that's my first thought and then my second thought is oh i'm, I'm definitely going to bed early tonight <laughs> okay so we all take a minute of realization when we wake up in the morning and it's the same when you cross to the spirit world there might be a minute of realization is that it is life over now you know is it done you know am i over it so yes there'll be a moment of realization but that passes very very quickly 
okay because they'll see their body they will see their body beside them or you know underneath them or you know they'll step out of their body or whatever it might be okay but as soon as they turn around they will see their body there and of course they'll see the their loved ones around them their spirit guides all that so it takes seconds not years to realize that they're actually past okay and you know there are people out there who perform rituals to help spirit cross over you know while it's not required spirit don't need our help to cross over and that's our arrogance to think that too you know that we need to help them when they're much higher um, spiritual beings than we are you know so we don't need to help them but there are people out there who will perform rituals to help spirit cross over and there's no harm in that like why would that be any harm because any time you know that we do anything for our loved ones in spirit we're showing our love for them okay so whether you're religious and you say a prayer you know whether you plant um a tree in their memory you know whether you're attending to their grave or you bought a new urn for the ashes whatever you're doing you're doing it out of love and it's the gesture of love that's felt in the spirit world so even if you are taking part in a ritual if you feel like you want to help them accept what's happened to them there's no harm in that but just know that it's not required in order for them to go to the spirit world okay but they will feel the love from it okay anything anything that we do for them they feel it and appreciate it okay so but know that as soon as they die they're crossed over that's it they're in the spirit world um so they're not wandering aimlessly okay so let's just talk for a couple of minutes about the hauntings the paranormal okay I'm not going into detail on it but just when we're talking about the whole earthbound thing okay so i've said it many many times before that we all have the ability to see spirit to hear them to feel them whatever it might be okay um ghosts and spirits are the same thing okay a ghost is just a spirit okay that you're seeing um now i've talked about this before when i've talked about halloween in that you know spirits aren't more accessible to us on halloween than they are at any other day of the year okay now halloween is an irish festival it comes from irish tradition it was to do with the people coming back you know after being in the mountains with the animals or harvesting the crops or whatever it was a harvest festival okay so there was bonfires lit for celebrations to welcome people home after the summer months in the mountains okay all the kind of ghostly and spiritual stuff you know was part of the pagan festivities but they're not any more accessible to us on halloween than they are at any other time of the year it's just that our sensitivity to them or our awareness of them is heightened because we're told that they're more accessible so if i say to you that you know you would have more chance of getting a tan outside today you know than you would in july okay well you know of course you would because you're going to go out and sit outside today because i tell you so the sun is going to affect your skin whereas you might not sit outside in july okay probably not a great example but you get i think you get what i'm trying to say okay or i hope you do at least so if somebody tells you that there's a better chance of something if i tell you there's a better chance of you winning money on the lottery this weekend than any other weekend 
Well, of course there is because you've actually done it this weekend, whereas you might not have done it the previous weekends, okay? So you've given yourself more of a chance because you've been told you have a better chance of it, okay? And it's the same thing at Halloween because we're told that spirits are more um, accessible to us. Therefore, you know, our sensitivity is heightened. We open up our third eye and we're ready to see them, okay? It's the same with hauntings and paranormal. If I said to you that we're going to stay in a haunted house at the weekend, okay, you're going to perceive something there because I've told you it's haunted. So you're ready to see it. But you've no more chance of seeing something in a haunted house than you do in the house that you live in every other day. Because seeing a ghost is just seeing a spirit and you're told that you can do it, okay? So just because you don't see them regularly, doesn't mean it's anything special. It just means that you're not ready to. And, you know, we have, um, you know, we have to put a lot of blame on this on television, okay? Because everything, you know, that we see on television, it gets our imaginations running riot about what we should be seeing and what we shouldn't be seeing. And let's face it, you know, uh, we can talk about our ancestors having more experience with spirituality than we do today okay that's not necessarily true but we don't get a chance to use a particular side of our brain because we do sit in front of television and we take in everything that we're told on television instead of experiencing it ourselves okay so turn off the television turn off the radio and sit and talk to spirit and see if you get a response okay it's the only way you have to let them know that you're ready for it okay um if they have to fight their way past the television or the radio or the stereo or you know you on the phone all the time uh, it's very hard for them to make themselves known above all that noise okay so with regards to hauntings okay there isn't anybody anywhere in the world particularly haunting one area okay but what there can be is a footprint of an energy okay so um years ago i took part in um a course that ran over six months we did one weekend a month for six months and we stayed in the same hotel and we had um a room you know a conference room like in the hotel where we used to do the workshops and every single well when the first weekend we stayed there there was a small it looked like a damp patch up near the ceiling in one corner of this room okay by the time we'd finished the six months and it was kind of over the summer months you know it wasn't in the middle of winter or anything we started in like april or something you know and um you know this black patch just seemed to stretch out through all across you know both walls in that corner and throughout all these workshops that we've done, whenever anybody, you know, saw a spirit or perceived there to be a spirit, it always came from that corner. So on the last weekend, we asked the, you know, one of the custodians of the building to come and talk to us. And before this, um, it was a really old, like, um, estate house that was converted. And um, when she brought up the plans of the old um, house, where this black patch was on the wall was in actual fact a staircase down to the servants quarters okay so this was the pathway for all of the maids and the butlers and everything to come up to the the i don't know what you call it the main area of the house where the family lived 
okay um so the footprint of all of these people coming and going over the many many years that it was lived in was still there were they there necessarily no okay but we did perceive the energy to be there because they left a footprint there and that happens a lot with hauntings okay sometimes you're just picking up on the footprint of what's there and don't forget the majority of time that you've been to a haunted house or a building that's said to be haunted you've been told in advance so your sensitivity is heightened your awareness is open so if ever you were going to perceive an energy it will be then okay so now not all footprints are negative you know and we do um hear a lot about oh somebody was murdered in that house you know you she wanders the house all night you know or there's a famous tour in london a jack the ripper tour where you can go and visit all the murder sites they take you around to um the sites where all the women were murdered by jack the ripper and people talk about feeling stuff and whatever okay so we talk an awful lot when we talk about hauntings or paranormal we talk a lot about the negative stuff but equally there's as much positive stuff but that doesn't sell tours or newspapers or anything like that okay the positive stuff where somebody got married where a child was born where a couple lived together for the 60 years of their married life okay nobody talks about the positive footprints that are left behind but they talk a lot about the um the negative footprints okay because as i say that sells but the other stuff doesn't necessarily uh, sell as much so hauntings are just footprints or photocopies if you like of energy that was there and still is there for a long time okay so there's nobody stuck in a house okay there's nobody um there trying to scare you deliberately or any of that a few years ago i did a paranormal investigation with a paranormal group in a castle not too far from where i live it's called clomana castle and um you can actually hire the castle out you know for a weekend a lot of americans come here maybe for a family wedding or whatever and a group of them will get together and hire out the whole castle because there's many bedrooms in it you know and you can stay there but it's one of those places that's reportedly haunted okay so we did an investigation there now i didn't know anything i i kind of knew where it was because you know it's not that far from where i live but you know um in ireland we have lots of castles we don't necessarily look into the history of all of them and even when i agreed to do a paranormal investigation with this group i didn't know where we were going uh, until you know just about an hour before so i didn't i didn't have time to do any research on this castle but anyway um so we were in this one room particularly and i perceived um i felt the energy i could actually see this little boy okay and where you came into the room you, you kind of you know the bed was on your right hand side as you came in the door so you could walk around the bed okay and this little boy if you imagine you came in the door and walked around the bed and he was um huddled in the corner at the other side of the bed okay and he was crying okay so you know i relayed this to the team and told them where i saw him and all the rest of it so we we had a lot of findings during the night and everything that we had obviously we recorded as much of it as we could and you know we wrote down the rest and um so we brought all our findings to the custodian of the castle 
And so she has the complete history and she was able to tell us that, yes, so originally, um, a lot of you will know this, all the castles uh, were built with timber originally, okay, but a lot of them burnt down and then they were rebuilt in the Middle Ages with stone, okay, and this particular castle was no different. It had been built with timber originally and it burnt down, okay, and there is um, a record of the family having died, okay? So this little boy was found burned in his bedroom um, once the fire died down, okay? I think he'd maybe died of smoke inhalation or whatever, I can't remember exactly at the moment, but he was found huddled in that particular corner. Now, is that little boy there forever? Is he stuck in that room crying for his parents who couldn't get to him? No, okay? But the energy is the footprint of him will always be there. Okay, um, but I, I, I believe his parents also perished in the fire. So I think they all crossed over to the spirit world together. Okay, so um, that's just an example of one thing that I have personal experience of. Okay, um, but please don't, you know, be upset and think of that little boy trapped there forever. He's not. It was just it, almost like the memory of him being there, if that makes sense. Okay. So now um, I'm often sent pictures or videos, okay, that people have taken showing the energy or the outline of somebody, okay? Honestly, I would have a full-time job going through my inbox with all of these pictures, okay? So, you know, these are, are things that are very hard to decipher because well, you know, one, because I wasn't there, I didn't take the photo myself. I'm, I'm not really sure what I'm looking at or, you know, what the area is like. You know, is it a shape? I don't know if there's something behind me, a coat stand, you know, and the moonlight coming in and therefore it's projecting that, that light onto a wall or whatever. So this is something that, you know, um, there's, you know, there's particular people, parapsychologists that do this. Okay. Um, but... Sometimes in the same way that we can see energy footprints um, with regards to hauntings, we can also pick up these energy footprints in photographs, okay? So, um, you know, was there someone who died in the house before you? Is there a loved one, you know, that follows you around still, you know, that their energy's with you? Um, you know, maybe you lost a child, you know, and they were quite young, so they would have been, you know, always with you as their mother, and maybe they still follow you around, or their energy footprint does, I should say, because they won't be with you 24-7. They still have to develop themselves in or progress themselves in the spirit world, okay? So they do need to take um, time away from you as well, okay? So um, as an example of this, okay, um, with my own family, Okay, um, I talk a lot, I know, about um, my mother's side of the family. I was raised um, with my mother's side of the family uh, very, very closely. Now, my mother is one of 10 children, okay, the, the quintessential, quintessential Irish family. And, you know, in all of the years and in, with having 10 children, there was only two weeks ever where the family of 12 were all in the house at the one time. Okay, just two weeks because the oldest had left the house before the youngest was born, okay? So, um, and by the time, you know, he went and joined the British Army, so by the time he came home on leave, the next eldest had left and so on and so forth. So um, there was only two weeks when um, the eldest guy did come home on leave from 
um, the army, that all 12 of them were in house, in the house at once, okay? The next time the 10 children were all together, together was at my grandmother's funeral, okay? And then at my granddad's funeral. And just 10 weeks after my granddad's funeral, the first of the 10 children passed away. Um, Kevin died after a motorcycle accident. Um, so at that funeral, um, and every time they got together, there was a photo taken, as you do. But the ones that were taken after uh, Kevin's funeral all have an energy that can be seen clearly in them, okay? And in my opinion, that's his way of letting his brothers and sisters know that he'll always be with them, okay? His energy will always be there with them, okay? And all of these photos um, that were taken at each time the family came together were all taken in the same garden. Um, there was, it was country house, it was like two front gardens and a big huge garden out the back. So they were all taken kind of in the same location, but he didn't want to be left out. So his energy, his energy footprint is in the photograph, okay? So yes, they can make themselves known through photographs. And we see a lot of this, don't we? Um, with regards to, again, hauntings and stuff where people have taken different photographs of, um, you know, different haunted houses and stuff. There's a very famous photograph of a staircase with like a lady with like flowing gown or whatever coming down the stairs. You know, to me, that seems like maybe it's the energy of someone maybe descending the staircase on their wedding day or, you know, another, you know, very important occasion where they're, they're maybe kind of dressed up in a big gown or whatever. But not necessarily that there's a lady who's trying to scare everybody away by floating up and down the stairs, okay? So what we get is an energy footprint, okay? So to summarize, okay, e uh, spirits aren't evil or violent. They're just not, okay? S when we return to the spirit world, we return to our, um, you know, to our pure state because, you know, our souls are pure. Okay, when we're in a dark room, our senses are heightened. Okay, as are our imaginations, because we've seen a lot of this on the television. Okay, um, like, have you ever heard of someone sitting out in their garden in the middle of the afternoon, you know, seeing a ghost float by? <laughs> you know, it's always in the dark. Okay, because our other senses are heightened. Our spiritual awareness is heightened and our imaginations are running rampant. Okay. So our expectations are set a lot by what we hear from people or, you know, what we've seen on the television or whatever it, it might be, okay? And that generally is that bad things happen at nighttime, that spirits come to torment us at nighttime and they walk around, ooh, rattling chains and all that kind of stuff, okay? Um, you know, if spirit want to come see us, they can do it at any time of the day. They don't have to wait until you're asleep, okay? Um, and just because somebody died, you know, in a particular place, just because they died tragically or whatever, it does not mean that they are attached to that place or event forever. They're not, okay? They're going to move on, you know, um, and they're not going to relive it over and over and over again. They do not get stuck. When they are here, they are visiting us. They're not coming to torment us. Spirits do not live in a graveyard, okay? They'll visit the grave with you because that's when you're thinking about them, 
Okay, but they don't spend time there because they are not attached to their earthly remains anymore. They might come and visit people in a house. Okay, some people do go to visit their house and especially if there's someone, you know, family member living there. But it's the family they want to visit, not necessarily the house. Okay. Now, you can take what I say as gospel, but the easiest way to find any of this out is to go and investigate it for yourself. Okay. Develop your ability. Connect to spirit. Ask for, for signs. Get them to show you directly you know what is going on for them and how things work for them okay um i can give you the benefit of my experience but there's nothing like experiencing something for yourself okay i hope you enjoyed that and i hope you connected with some of what i said okay guys so thanks for listening i hope that has put some of your fears to rest if you have any other questions or any comments you can share them here on the podcast or on any of my social media channels, which you will find in the description box attached here. And again, um, I'd like to remind you to check out my Patreon channel. And we do a demonstration of mediumship every month on the last Sunday of every month. Okay, so you'll get access to that for just two euros or $2.50 per month. Okay, guys, so thank you for listening. And I will see you in the next episode of Life After Life with Sandy Byrne. Until then, take care and stay safe. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world. Spirit world.